This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, guys. Hey. Welcome back to The Real Wives in Radio. I'm Dorothy. I'm Tanya. And wait, we have to explain something because the last time we said we were the real housewives of yes, radio. That's true. And a lot of people were like, wait, that's, that's not what you guys are called, though. That's not what your podcast is called. It's because Andy Cohen and Bravo has real housewives of anything afterwards on lockdown. So we would get sued if we use that. So that's why we are the real wives in radio. Yes, but we still love the real housewives. Of course. Yeah. All day. Okay. <laughs> uh, and today we actually have a very special guest, our dear friend, Susan Vincent. Hello, ladies. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. I heard your podcast the second you guys sent it out it was like oh i can't wait to hear because we all talk about this kind of stuff all the time right the yeah. three of us right so i i couldn't wait to hear what you guys talk about and i and i liked hearing for people that don't know you guys already how good of a friend you guys both are to each other and oh, you've really been through too. it all and not just like in radio no so everything. i first yeah because yeah. i first met you guys when you were working on another show down the hall from mm-hmm. me and right. so that's how i thought you guys knew each other but you guys have been through it all, relationships <laughs> yeah. and work and all of it. Yeah, all I know. It. Since we were like 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that crazy? Uh-huh. And 33 now. I know. Whoa. Whoa. Talk about 10-year oh, challenge. 10-year so, oh. challenge. Speaking of the 10-year challenge, <laughs> I'm going to post it. I'm going to yeah. post one of ours because we have a lot a of lot. pictures together. Actually, For sure we have one from 2009. Oh, Absolutely. Oh when, when we were at Prospect Bar and Grill, oh, okay. I think I have plenty of photos from those. Okay. By the way, isn't it funny how some there's two kinds of people that do that challenge? Yeah. Like some people either put a picture that's really great of them from ten years ago, so yeah. it's like so much the same. I don't know, do I look any different at all? <laughs> Fishing for compliments, and then other people I love that post really like bad hair, yeah. like eighties looking hair, only uh, ten years ago. Amy and Schumer. those are funny. Hold it, up, wait, wait, uh, hold up. Let's acknowledge something right now. Sue just came in with the shade. It is cold right now. You yes. just shaded so many people right now about the 10 year challenge. True. But you're so tr- you're Come so on. right. Right? You're True. so right. We'll I don't know. Do I look any different? I'm not sure. People are like, oh no, you're just as beautiful. It's like, oh God. Thirst trapping. That's what that is. <laughs> Thirsty. <laughs> uh, but you know what? This week we actually wanted to talk about something that has been really real. It's been in the headlines. Uh Actually, I mean, just because this documentary just came out, Surviving R. Kelly. Yes, Surviving R. Kelly on Lifetime. I saw it, and I was like, Dorothy, you need to see it. Oh, we've seen it. Yeah, Sue's watched it. Sue, you've seen it as well? I saw it because I saw Dorothy's post about it Mm. and how it affected you so deeply. And I thought, you know, I'd always heard about that, but I I spent time, and I just binge-watched through the whole thing. And, oh, my God, it's so much worse than I ever even heard Same. the stories Same. were about. Wow. Yeah, and if you, I mean, if you guys haven't seen it yet, you can watch it. I believe it's on Hulu. But it is just crazy. You feel like I felt dirty watching it, not yeah. just because of like all the things, the nasty things that he was doing to underage girls, but I felt dirty for being a fan of his music, for liking it, and just, you know, like you kind of remember that that stuff happened, but it was just so long ago. It just, it's not the top of your mind. And it's like, 
how can I support somebody who molests and like preys on little girls? Right. It's disgusting. But the level of manipulation that he did to try to stay in good graces for people, like doing kind of church music. So people would be like, Oh, his voice is angelic. I mean, he has—he does have talent. He's you know? very talented. But how people looked the other way mm-hmm. when that kind of stuff was going on, just because he was successful. Yeah, yeah really bad. So when I first watched it, I—I I think I was more so ashamed of myself uh, for liking him so much. Yeah. And this is what was shocking that came towards the end of the series was that <clears throat> because. A lot of his big, big hits came when we were in high school, yep. and we loved those songs. I mean, to this day, Step in the Name... Well, what not to I, this day. I'm sorry. I know. Uh, s- s- since uh, I played know, it at my until, wedding. Yeah. I played it at my wedding. Exactly. It's one of my favorite... It was one of my favorite songs. Step in the Name of Love. Yes. Top five songs, mm-hmm. for sure, you know, and... You know, what else? Uh, Ignition. I I uh, you know, just all yeah. those songs. Yeah. And they were such anthems for us, you yeah. know? And, and and the fact that he was this, it was clear. There was proof. There was actual evidence. Fact. He's singing it in his lyrics. He, but not only, I mean, we're <laughs> yeah. talking about this video that yeah. went around, right? Oh, yeah. There, all right. actual video of him with a 14-year-old girl doing disgusting, horrible, degrading things. The fact that that was out there. And he was in the middle of like the, these trials and putting out these number one songs yes. that we all just bought and loved and sang and danced to for years and years after. So upset with myself. Oh, yeah. yeah. I also have to forgive myself because I didn't really understand the like severity of the situation and I didn't know how bad it was, right? And that's right. why this documentary came out. And thank God because I'll, uh, I'll yeah. just never, it'll, it'll I, never I be mean, the same. I remember that whole thing where he urinated on, on the girl. Through the Chappelle show skit. Mm. You know, we all saw that right. when, when when Dave Chappelle dressed up like R. Kelly. Like, that was so funny. Making you know? fun of it. Doing right. a parody of that. I never actually saw the actual video itself. I, I was like, neither. oh my God, Chappelle show's yeah. so hilarious. You know, and then you, like you said, you feel dirty and ashamed. And then you watch the, the surviving R. Kelly documentary. And then you see how he preys on girls, on fans, uh, and then manipulates them, controls them. Cons their parents, you know. I see a lot of backlash where, where people are like, "Well, that's also the parents' fault. You can't just blame R. Kelly, you know." But it's like, well, yes and no. Yeah, sure. Maybe it falls and lies a little bit on the parents. I don't know. I mean, so you're a parent. What do you say? Or I, how do you speak as a parent? Don't think I would have let my 14 year old right. girl go off with somebody right. and you know stay over at his house. There's no way in hell that's going to happen. But. He was very good at manipulating the parents, too. He, was. he would remember a lot of these girls wanted to get into a career in, in, uh, music, in music. Right. So he'd be like, I can help you. You know, don't worry. I can, I'll take you under my wing. I think you've got some real talent. I mean, that's what people do. They establish trust and then you just believe everything that they say. So if a parent believes it, imagine yeah. that a 14 year old girl who doesn't have life experience right. is going to believe it. Right. And then and then to, to later hear how all these girls that were friends, they all kind of knew this wasn't right, but nobody yeah. was there to help them. Exactly. Nobody was there to stop them and say, oh no, that's it. Not even the record label executives who walked in and saw a different girl in every room 
Come on. They yep. knew what was going down Absolutely. Then. Everybody, I, like, there is oh. no way that that record label, is, record label is RCA, that they can get away with that. No. Everybody in that inner circle, everybody who has worked with R. Kelly, I mean, you could see, like, uh, um, the other artists that said, hey, you know, we kind of knew, right. but we kind of were like, oh, whatever. He, his talent is so amazing, so huge. Matthew Knowles, Beyonce's dad, say, yep. said he didn't oh, let the yeah. let Destiny's Child out of their sight, but they also knew his reputation, but they just went on with the genius that was R. Kelly, so they allowed the girls to do music with him. And you guys, you know? it wasn't even just, I'm sorry, what he did to them sexually. The mind oh, games sure. he did with them is like you're not allowed to talk to anyone else. If we're out on tour with other bands, yeah. you don't look at another person. They would get in trouble if they even spoke, even said hello to someone else. I mean, that's the level of manipulation. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. And it's I mean, the girls that are still with him oh, today, he right. still has them under his control. Right. Oh. I'm, I feel sick to my stomach. Thanks, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. Actually, me too. I'm like, no, but it's true. It, it's true. Watching this docu series absolutely, actually made me feel yeah. sick to my stomach. It was awful. Yeah. I I thought, and maybe what I read was wrong, but I thought Matthew Knowles did not let them work with R. Kelly because he knew of their reputation. No, I. From what I read, oh, that okay. they did do a song together, it just never made it on an album. Oh, I That's see. That's what it was. I yeah. see. I see. Okay. And, you know, it's kind of crazy when you see people online that his his R. Kelly's streaming numbers have gone up because of this, Awful. and people are like, "Oh, well, these people are just fame hungry and blah 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 blah." It's like you guys, no matter what. He's still having sex with 13-year-old girls. Yeah. Like, there is no way around that. Even if you just isolated that one incident where yeah. there yes. is physical proof and actual visual proof, right. even if it's just that sick. Yes. R. Kelly having sex, doing awful things with a 14 and 13-year-old girl. Okay, Done. but you guys, out. Yeah. you got to give it up for our girl Lady Gaga. Yeah. Who pulled her song she did with him yes. off streaming. Because she was so offended when yeah. she heard about what Celine he was doing. Celine Dion, good the same. for her. Chance yeah. the Rapper doing the same. I am mad at Jay-Z, though, because he's done two albums with with yep. R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Where are you at, Jay-Z, on yes. this? Like, why haven't you come out and said anything? Exactly. So, okay, so let's go back. So this is all, it's it all has, okay. Everyone's, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Get it together. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so everyone is talking about this because... It's a huge thing. It's obviously awful, right? Okay, yeah. so wh- why why wasn't anybody talking about this before? It was what you brought up, right? right? Okay, still, to this day, we still, we are talking about it, but it's still not enough because, again, like you said, Jay-Z's not saying yeah. anything. Why aren't the big people saying things? And then Kanye West yeah. just came out and actually supported R. Kelly yeah, or so took his side. In a way where... Yeah. Uh, well, not supported him, like, uh, thinks that yeah. those things are okay, but right. it's yeah. taking his side most. Yeah, right? he's, he's been... Kanye's been doing this thing called Sunday Church, Sunday Service, where he plays music and then he talks about things... He goes on his rant, essentially. And he was talking about the artistry and how you, you have to... Uh, like, you can't take the art away from the artist. Is what it is. Which is a whole nother topic. <laughs> yes, it is. Because I don't think that goes hand in hand. It does kind of go hand in hand, right? Yeah. Okay, I have been battling this since I've watched it. Like, can you actually separate the art from the artist? Can you do that? No. I can't. I, I personally, I can't. 
It's like seeing one of the football players either. that beats up his girlfriend in an yeah, elevator. Yeah, I can't let go of that. No. I'm not going to root for that guy on Sunday. Ever. There's no way. You're done. Right. It's, it's, it's forever tainted. The reason why I bring this up is because I have a friend, and I know that he is a huge R. Kelly fan. So, of course, I asked him, have you seen this? Oh, my gosh. It's so heartbreaking. I know how much we love his music. You know, And he said, no, everyone's talking to me about it, and I just want to let you know I'm not going to watch it. And I said... I understand. You're, you're turning okay. a blind eye. I, yeah. Yes. I Keep was like, your blinders I on, hope, baby. I just hope you're not choosing to not believe it because you love him and his music so much. I hope you watch it when you're ready because yeah. you need to. Yeah. And um, I just think there's a lot of people in this world like that still. Absolutely. People in, uh, I mean, like the club in Chicago who hired him on his birthday, who oh. hired R. Kelly. And he was like, oh, I don't give a F about what's happening right now. And everybody's like screaming. Singing his songs, grouping for him still. Yes. And I'm looking at those women and I'm like, what are Wake you up. doing? Wait, let's use a real housewives thing. Wake, Wake up. <laughs> <laughs> and they clap when they talk. Absolutely. Yes, they <laughs> oh my what God. What are you thinking? Close your legs to Mary Ben. <laughs> exactly. So, you know what? Maybe they know what's going on. I right? know. They yeah. do. They do. Yeah. They're oh, I see you. Oh, we see each, each other. other. <laughs> oh, God. I'm dying. I'm dying. I'm dying. Anyway, it's just so much, it's so much, uh, so many emotions, so many things to think about. Yes, you do get attached to the music, right? Yeah. I understand. Like I said, those yeah. were anthems. Those were things we listened to growing up. They represent something in our life. It's very hard to separate the art from the artist if you even try to, right? Right. Right. But, at the end of the day, R. Kelly is a monster. He is. Period. Yep. You know what, though? I, I have to say this, you guys. I don't think it's unique to the music industry. No. no. I think oh, it oh, happens no. in every kind of business. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you've been in the radio game for a minute. I mean, you're a vet. You're mm-hmm. a legend, you know? And uh, radio back, even when we started, was kind of, eh, you know, uh, in regards of sexual harassment and mm-hmm. how guys got away with everything. I can only imagine... What you've experienced. It's a, I would say it was very much a good old boy network. We knew that going in, but I still see that even today. What do you mean good old boy? What does that mean? Because the men ran radio. I mean, when I started, um, a station that I work for had just for, um, they lost their license just because they didn't file things that you had to file for the FCC. They had to run a certain amount of uh, public programming, and they falsified records for that, so they lost their license, right? Well, when a license is up um, for a radio station, uh, they would give additional points to things like uh, minorities, to women, because women weren't running radio or not. And then these guys would just pay off people one by one to just go away. Here's a million for you. Here's a couple million for you to just go away. So women never had a chance to kind of really get in the game. And I'm talking about in management with radio. So these guys were kind of running the show. And I will say the same kind of thing. And again, this is in every business. But I've seen plenty examples of where, uh, say, a show is successful and they're allowed to continue to work even though they're doing things along the lines of R. Kelly. Whoa. You know, people look the other way if the show's a success, like his music's a success. Like if they're bringing in the ratings in the, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how much I should really share with you, but um, I worked for another station. It wasn't here. Another station at a time where um, uh, I worked 
down the hall from someone that was a very successful show. And that guy was a well-known, we just called him a pig dog, but he was a big dog. And uh, and I'm, listen, I got five brothers. I've worked around guys my whole life. Mm-hmm. I can hold my own around men. I'm not a little wallflower. But this guy always let it be known that he was the tops at the station. And he came in one time when I was on the air and I was about to do a break. And my, Were you by yourself? I was by myself. And the board my board faced the door and there were no windows like there are here yeah. um he came in and he wanted to say something to me so i thought so i put my finger up like oh, hey, hang on i'm about to do a break and he walked behind me so i do my break and i turn around and as i turn around he has dropped his pants to the ground <sighs> standing there from the waist down completely naked in a wide stance with his hands on his hips like he's all proud of himself like he's superman like he's Superman. He's doing that power stance. Yeah. And he said, hey, my wife's out of town this weekend. I thought you might want to come over and take a jacuzzi with oh. me. I'm like, what? That is disgusting. Wait, 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 yes. wait, wait, Sue. Hold up. So he is actually, se- I'm not saying that if he was joking, it's even, it's e- no. like better at all, but he's actually serious. He's cheating on his wife. He, 100%. He wants to cheat, on his, to cheat on his wife. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the least of the... I mean... I, <laughs> Wait, but you saw all of his stuff. All his business. He had everything on the ground. He was very proud of himself. And like oh. I said, hands on his hips. And he did not think that I was going to say no. Let me just say, he really, really thought. And I am i don't know if he cheated on his wife a lot and women were just saying yes to him. <gasps> but are you kidding me? I, by the way, I was engaged at the time. That doesn't even matter. I still turned around. I was like, are you kidding me? I said, get the hell out of here. That is so disgusting. And he was like, so, like, he's like, so, so you don't want to come over? (laughs) Oh, my God. I was like, get out of here right now. Like, you know when in that moment, like, you don't know how you're going to act. Sort of like in a situation where, like, just say it's a fight or flight kind of situation. You don't know if you're going to be all insecure and scared or you're going to stay in your power. And I was like... Just get the hell out of here. And he was like, so he walked to the door, and he turned around. The last second before he walked out, he turned around, and he looked at me and said, you better not say anything. He had a partner at the time. He's like, you better not say anything to so-and-so, and if you do, I'll know it. And I was like, whoa. I so now he's threatening me. I believe that. And I said nothing. I'm kind of mad at myself about that, but I said nothing because, you know what? I was a little show. Right. They were the big show, and it's a good old boy They network. wouldn't have believed you. They and wouldn't they wouldn't have believed, believed me. And you know what might have happened? Probably I would have lost my job. They might have thrown a little money at right. me, but I would have lost my job. And I loved my job, and I wanted to keep my job. But I knew the environment of what it was like then. Right. And you guys, it didn't even stop there. This was a situation where it was really just them and me in the morning. Like, nobody else was there because it was early. And he used to, like, creep up on me in the kitchen. I'd be pouring myself a cup of coffee. And he'd walk up behind me and say, good girl. You uh, still haven't said anything. I was like, oh, you are you made my skin crawl. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like, this went on. This So went now on. he's trying to intimidate you. Oh. Into not saying anything. percent. Because he was worried. Because I think he was worried I would say something. Right. And he definitely would have lost his job. Because come to find out later... He, they'd been sued a few times before because of his behavior, and only for something really small. Like, I'm, I don't mean small. I'm just, I don't want to, you know. You don't want to no, little somebody little else's experience. Anybody's right. experience here, but 
one of them was he just picked up a girl at the office and picked her up high and her underwear flashed. That's what she went to HR over. I mean, are you kidding? You know what would have happened? You know what would have happened? I can tell you right now, if I went to HR, he would have said, no, I didn't say that. That didn't happen. Your word against his. My word against his. We were the only two people in the room. That's just like the kind of stuff that was going on. And you guys, that wasn't that long ago. This makes me so, I actually, first of all, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. That's, doesn't matter if it was back then. Doesn't matter if it was happening all around you. Doesn't matter. That's not okay. And I, I actually am so angry that that happened to you. Yeah. I can't even, Dorothy, can you imagine? No. In our time. Yeah. That happening. And I'm sure things like that still happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, and it wasn't even so much just the visual of what I saw. It was that creepy, weird, threatening The follow-ups. In the follow-up. That, I will say, scared me that more than scary. ever. That is scary. Yeah. I, I would feel like he's going to pop up at any time. I was so intimidated by him. Well, then it's But a- again, you guys, this, I will say, went from the top down. Mm-hmm. At one point, I, my little show beat their show. Yeah. And so guess what happened? Yes, Sue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, later on. Uh, one of the corporate guys came to town, and he and I were chatting in the hallway, and he was like, wow, Sue, that's so amazing. It's so great. And one of our managers walked by. He didn't hear what we were talking about, but he just heard the tail end of that. And he walked by, and he said, yeah, I can see Sue's happy to see you because she put her Wonder Bra on today. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> and he just walked away what? laughing. And the, this guy and was like, is upper management. And he walked by yeah. and said that to you. Yeah. And just kept walking and laughing. I'm like, uh, no, he's just congratulating me on my ratings, but thanks. And the corporate guy looked at me and he was like this little guy with glasses. He's looking at me like, oh, Sue, like, please don't sue me. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, you know what? Listen, I, I, I'm, I'm just so used to it. Like it almost doesn't and even that's, affect and me. And that's what's so crazy. That's what like what it's shameful that mm-hmm. that's. I mean, you grew up in that environment in your radio, your early radio career, and even like now, it's like okay, whatever. You, I mean, I'm, I'm used to it. It's normal, and it's not normal. It's not okay. It's not how women should be treated it's at all. Better now, but yeah. every woman in this business who's been around for a while has stories like that. Yeah, every I'm, one of them. And so I'm happy that you guys. We'll never hopefully experience anything like that. I think that things have become too litigious, and that's great. By the way, a friend of mine who's an attorney told me when I told him that story about what Mm -hmm. said and did, he's like, are you kidding me? He goes, not only would they have paid to put your kid through college, he would have been going to Harvard. I go, yeah, you know what? Because he found out that they'd been sued before, Before. so it kind of set the precedent. I said, you know what, though? I might not be here right now. Yeah. I might not have a job right now because that would it might have changed my career completely. Yeah, uh, I might have lost my job. I didn't want to lose my job, so I just kind of put up with mm-hmm. it. I stood up to him. I did stand up to him, but uh, and then he just kind of stayed out of my way because yeah. I think he knew if I said something, he might have lost his job because it would have been the fourth time Good. that they would have been sued. You know? wow. The it's, fourth time. It's crazy. And just to be clear. This guy is not here. No, he's okay, not okay, here. Okay, okay. He's, he's not, not in town. <laughs> he's, he's not, not in San Diego. Who do I need to be up to? Tell me. I don't care how old they are. But tell you know me. Tell me. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know what's so funny? The way you're acting right now is exactly how I ended up getting a, a partner not long after that. And he was a much smaller guy than this guy, but he was like, oh, I would have thrown that guy up against a wall if you told me that too. I was like, how could you not tell me that? I was like, you know what? I didn't want to tell anybody that. I, get, I just I wanted that. it to go away. Yeah. But, you know, I, 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 I don't want to sound... 
like I wish anything bad on someone's career, but I I had wished that the karma caught up with that guy. I think it has. You don't need to wish it, Sue. It will will or has happened. He's still working. He's not married to that woman anymore. But well, good, he, good for he, her. He's, he's still working. <laughs> he's probably very unhappy with himself. He's probably seeing all of this stuff with R. Kelly in the news right now and thinking what Which an awful man he is. Because it's like, how has it not come out in more in, in the radio industry? Because I was telling Sue just off, off the mic earlier that I was trying to think back of any stories of my experience with sexual harassment in, in radio. And I didn't have any in the workplace, but I did have one at a at a radio like press junket it was for an mm. award show out in nashville okay and i just remembered it talking to sue i was by myself out there there was one other promotions person i was probably in my early 20s and after after a long day of work of interviewing a bunch of people everybody in radio just goes out to get a drink at the hotel room. right sure hotel bar it's where everyone right? goes we're ever talking drinking but one of the guys that i had just met who was married was super plastered, and when he was talking to me, he didn't look at me in my face. He was looking straight at my boobs <laughs> the entire time. What like, an idiot. nasty, nasty. And then at the end of, like, when we're all going back to our hotel room, he tries to get me to go into his room with him. You're lying. I I've swear. never heard this story. Yeah, but, I mean, I just, like, soup. It just, it's normal. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I thought. And so I was like, dude, you're insane. That's disgusting. You're married. You're way old. Like, you're not, you know, like, even yeah. if he wasn't, I still wouldn't have. Like, it's disgusting. It's yeah. nasty. It's unwanted. It's harassment. It's unwanted. It's unwanted. So, you know, like, he went back to his hotel room, and the next day I saw him, his face turned bright red because he knew what he did was Good. wrong. And At I'm least like, he remembered. And he me. Yeah. yeah. At least he remembered. Yeah. You know, it reminds me, though, of, you know, like I said, how it's in every business. When I was a cocktail waitress, when I was in college, guys would be yeah. like that all the time. Yep. Guys would, with wedding rings on, mm-hmm. would be like, oh, here's your, I'll give you your tip. I'm up in room 3042. <laughs> I'm like, gross. You know, and, and I here you're trying to be nice. I work for a nice hotel. You know, I wasn't allowed to say, get out of here, you pig. You know, yeah. I couldn't say what I really wanted to say. But a lot of those kind of guys are just, they're throwing the dart, man, because maybe you're going to say no. Maybe I'm going to say no. But maybe yeah. someone else is going to say yes. It, when you go out, uh, I mean, we've all experienced it. When we're out at a bar or at a oh, club yeah. and guys just grab yeah. you and you're like, what the hell said you could touch me? Yeah. See, here's the thing, <laughs> though, because now if something like that happened to me, I think I would fight back immediately. Like I mean, things have right. happened right. now that I I don't I don't stay quiet. You guys know me. Yeah. I don't stay quiet. Yeah. I very much tell them right then and there how I feel, what I feel. But like you said, I do have one experience. It was at the it was my very first event in radio. I was a promotions intern, mm-hmm. and my first event was at a nightclub, and the talent that was there. The talent as in, like, the DJ. The DJ yeah. that was there was very, kind of, like, almost feeling me out. Like, he knew I was new, and, um, gosh, now I'm getting nervous talking about it, you see? Gosh, yeah. okay. And uh, he knew I was new and uh, was kind of scoping me out, feeling me out, like, how is she going to react to what I'm going to say? You know, just I could just Testing tell. the waters. Yeah. You know you could yeah. just feel. Cool. You know how you could just feel yeah. creep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can feel that yeah. creepness, right? Yeah. You can feel it. Like, ladies, ladies, like, we all know that feeling. It's like a fog rolling in, right? Okay, like, you know what I mean? And yeah. I just felt it, and this guy was like, he had a, a lollipop in his mouth, and he's just like oh, sucking God. on it hard. He was like, "You want a lollipop?" I'm like, "No." He was gross. like, "Oh, yeah, gross, right, gross. right." And then it's just like, "Oh, I." He started talking about having an oral fixation, right? 
it just felt weird. It just felt out of place. I felt like he was intimidating me, and that is sexual harassment, right? Absolutely. Like, se- like sexual he intimidation. He was testing just, you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was, felt He it. was testing you to see how much further he could take yep. it. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, guys, I, how do they do and say stupid stuff like that and think it's cool? And instead, we're thinking, you know, what it. are you, in seventh grade? Right. You know, like. <laughs> but here's what I did. I just walked away, right? And I, I'll never forget it. It was years ago. I'll never forget how it made me feel. Yeah. Ever, ever, I ever. I want to know who this is. I, <laughs> I do, think too. you know who it is. Okay. Oh. Okay. okay, it's all right. Whatever. Oh. I'll, I'll never see them again. But, yeah. um. Yeah, you're right, though. It is the feeling. In the, it is. But in the, okay, so now looking back, that's 10 years later. If if that had happened to me now, I would have said, excuse me? Like, who Hell do you think no. you are, right, right? right? And then I was just quiet about it. And it's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. My And what do we what do we do about this? How do we right. help people? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with, back to R. Back to Kelly, They're, they are relying on our, our, our on us being young and being naive and right. not knowing how to what to do in that that situation like we didn't have experience with that before well and i think that that's why it's good to talk about this yeah. stuff because then young girls listening know they do have a choice they can stay say no they can stay in their power yeah. because you know you you really do give up your power when you let someone even speak to you that right. way mm-hmm. you know the way he talked to you was so disrespectful he was just trying to throw that dart, you know? Mm-hmm. And how you talk about how it made you feel, that's the feeling I still have from that mm-hmm. creeper 20-plus years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, about, oh, good girl, you Ugh. still haven't said anything. That makes I, me Literally in a low voice behind my back. Like, I didn't even know he was, stand, he was standing behind me. Like, that's how much Creepy. he creeped up on me, like, first thing in the morning. Okay, and I, plus I was a little tired, so probably I wasn't, <laughs> you know, I wasn't too know. aware of my surroundings. But I'm just saying, like, it just, you just, you don't know when you're young that it's okay to say no. Yes, right. it's definitely okay. And But here's another thing, Sue, because I'm thinking about your situation. I mean, I understand that it was years ago and it, the game was a little bit different. Um, but, you know, if it's like, it's hard because if something like that is happening or something like that happens to you, like what happened to you, Sue, mm. and your job, it's either like your job yeah. or you say something, you know, like right. which is still very it, real. Like that's still scary. Very, very much how much I felt. happen, right? Yeah. What do you do, you know? Well, I will tell you, I'm pretty confident that I would have lost my job because they were huge then. And I was one person, one young girl starting my career, first time doing my own show. And I wasn't a proven talent. I wasn't making big bucks. So I'm I'm sure of it. I'm I'm just sure of it. And who knows then if I would have even been in this business because that's when I was starting out. That's true. So if I lost my job, you know, I mean, who knows what I would have done? Yeah. But I might not have even had a career in radio. Just, I mean, you just don't know. I, I, I'm not saying that's an excuse because today that would never happen to me. I'd l- I'm still proud of myself that I told him get the hell out of here. Yeah. But I, I'm glad I didn't like just start crying or just yeah. you know I just. But now, I can tell you right now, with this company, that would not be put up with. No. I mean, there's no way. There's nobody here where they even act that way. But I can tell you right now that I, if I went to our boss and said something about that, about someone acting that way, that guy would have been fired. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm just thinking of every. Maybe there's somebody listening, right, and they're either dealing with this or they've dealt with it or it's going to happen. In the, you never know, right? This could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just hope that you could find – a girlfriend or a coworker, like don't be yeah. silent, right? Don't Do not be stay silent, silent, right? 
do not say silent. Do not say silent and get against the predator, right? Right. Do do not say silent in in general. Make sure you talk to someone, mm-hmm. right? right? Please, you know. And also, there's a hotline. <laughs> <laughs> I looked it up because you never know. It's true, right? One eight hundred six five six hope four six seven three. One eight hundred six five six four six seven three. And remember, cool. a lot of times people do this when they're in a power position where they feel like you can't say no. His power position was. He was a bigger show he's, than me. He, he, he was making more money than me. He yeah. wasn't my boss. But a lot of times this happens with someone who is your supervisor. Mm-hmm. And then you feel like, yikes, can I say something that's my boss? If I say something, am I going to get fired? But you're right, Tanya. Say something to someone. Talk right. it out. Because you know what? When you're just kind of working it out in your head, you might not really be seeing it clearly. Exactly. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. So talk to someone. It's never okay. 20 years ago, it wasn't okay, and it's not okay now. I don't care what the business is, whether it's music, radio, any kind of business. It's happening everywhere. you got to stay in your power. Absolutely. And I think anybody, actually every person that I've talked to about sexual harassment who's received it regrets not saying something. Yeah. Regrets not speaking up. Yeah. Uh, you we, know? Have a, we have a friend who has a, a, a crazy, crazy story. Crazy story. Yeah, a very believable story because we all worked with <laughs> yes. this person. Um, oh, it's a radio story? It's a radio <laughs> story, yeah. But Can you can you tell it without No, 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 no. Maybe do... maybe another episode. I think, maybe yeah, because I wanna I, I don't I don't want to speak for her. I wanna be able to have her permission to say it or maybe have her come on and talk about it. Cause it's it's Insane, like your jaw will be dropped, like how ours was when we heard your story. Yeah, you know. So I think we should save that. And to be clear, the men that we work with here with here are <laughs> yes, lovely, exactly. lovely men here. We, we have love a great work environment. Yes, yes, yes. That's why I said that would not be tolerated here. Absolutely. It would not ever be tolerated here. In fact, I think two things would have happened. That guy would have been fired, and other guys would have thrown him up against the wall, like my buddy wanted yeah. to do, saying, "You know what." You yeah. know, get get the hell out of here. I'm yeah, uh, Tanya, what's that, that hotline again? Oh, it's one eight hundred six five six four six seven three, and this is the National Sexual Assault Telephone Hotline. So, if you just if you need it, if you need, if you it's don't there. have someone yeah. to tell, someone to talk to, like we said, do not be silent. This is a way to not be silent. Mm-hmm. This is a way to reach out, and they can probably give you things to do, resources, how to how to, right. how, how to handle it. Because you don't want to be thinking about it 10 years later like Tanya, 20 years later oh like God, me. I know. <laughs> mine, wasn't, mine was like very like yeah. bottom, nothing almost. But still, yeah. I felt a, a type of way. Exactly. Right. And you know what? And just like with the R. Kelly story that we learned in the end, you just don't want this to happen to anybody else. Exactly. So you don't want it to happen again to you, but you also don't want someone else who might not have, be so lucky as you are. Who might not say right. no. Who might not know that it's okay to say no. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. I think that was a, a good way to wrap up the Very show. Kind of serious. Yeah. I know. <laughs> something that we really need to address and we all need to speak about as women. Just talking about it, period, is doing something. So, yeah. I'm happy to be here and talk about it. You know what? I almost wasn't going to share that story because I don't really want to say, like, who that guy was. Yeah. Because people might know him in this town, but you know what? I don't care anymore. Forget so it. what? Yeah. He's not in this town. Good. Bye-bye. Yeah. We're, we're not saying anything, Girl, so we're good. We're yes. good. Bye-bye. Sue, thank you so much for coming on and being our guest. Uh, please, if you guys enjoy our podcast, subscribe. Uh, follow us on social media, at Real Wives in Radio. Uh, my personal one is at Dorothy on Air. Mine's I'm Tanya Gonzalez. And I'm a fan of the Real Wives <laughs> Radio. 
<laughs> no, I really am. I think you guys are awesome. This is really fun, and it's 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 like the kind of radio we can't do yeah. like on the air. Because we don't like, have time. This yeah. is like the kind of show yeah, we've yeah. always wanted to do, right? Right? Yep. Behind yes. the scenes. You guys are doing it, so good for you. Thank you. Talk to you guys next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.